0: How long gone, Chris? You're not in L.A. You're not in Glendale. Where the f are you?
1: I'm back in the Big Apple, baby. I'm I'm 22 floors up, looking over.
0: Damn, bro. I know you got a. I know you got a walk up, but 22 floors.
1: <laughs> yeah, know As my calves are burning. No
0: wonder you're in such great shape on and off the ground.
1: That's that's right. Yeah, but it's a it's a beautiful fall day here in New York. Um, and I got to say, it feels good to be back. That you know, when the air chills a little bit, you know in new york it just it feels like it's time to make money jason do you ever get that feeling in glendale i feel like you don't
0: i did i mean i knew you were going to say something like (laughs) uh you know that chill in the air in new york nothing like it anywhere else in the world it it just puts me in the mood to blank but i did not think you were going to say making money you know i didn't maybe it would be like makes me want to you know settle down and start a family i don't know it makes me want to go apple picking you know things like that that are a little more autumnal
1: no chilled
0: out it makes me want to pull my glovies out you
1: can have your apple cider donuts i'm going to be counting bread over here you know what i'm saying so
0: what about it let's explore this i'm going to put on my little therapist hat Mm -hmm. you know obviously the i'm a big proponent of smell and scent memory i think it's huge right now i agree actually it's going to be one of my tent poles for 2023 Didn't really push it across the line this year, but... So this smell and making money, you know, what are we thinking here? I just... Childhood? No, not... Mom? Dad?
1: No, no, it's just...
0: Where... Did you get touched? I'm not talking... I'm not talking about... (laughs) I'm not talking about with the Blicky. I'm talking about. I was
1: going to say. Are you saying when a fan approached me after the show in Denver and I had to duff him out?
0: No, 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 no. I'm I'm talking about that time at Chuck E. Cheese. You know what I'm saying?
1: You know I'm not Catholic, and you know I've never been to Chuck E. Cheese, so uh, <laughs> no, no. I I would say I would say that uh, there's something just about New York in the fall where I feel like it's really. I think because it slows down so much in the summer, and everyone's focused on. You know, getting out east, as they say in the biz.
0: Actually, what does that mean? I'm not familiar with that phrase. Getting, getting back
1: east. No, getting going out east. It means going to the Hamptons. Going out east it means going to the Hamptons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've
0: heard of that spot. Yeah, so wealthy hangout.
1: It's like Malibu, but chicer and less obnoxious.
0: Is it chicer or is it mo chic? Which one would be the you're the writer of the family? Which one is it, Chris?
1: I uh, I don't actually know. I think more chic. I think more chic sounds better. Let me plug it into let me plug it into Grammarly.com real quick. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. So it's like we're done with our little holiday time. Yeah. And now it's time to, to put our Abercrombie sweaters on, roll up those sleeves and head down to Wall Street, mm-hmm. and start making some investments. And start like
1: start that. licking that bull's balls, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So it just feels, it feels nice. I mean, you're
0: bullish on ball licking.
1: <laughs> exactly. Especially when it comes to money. But yeah. So it's just nice to be back in the Big Apple. You know, I'm, I'm walking around feeling that. Uh, that breeze
0: you might fuck around and IPO your damn self
1: I might I'll put, I'll put yeah Chris Black it's C black on the
0: C black with an initial in, uh, uh an impressive initial offering
1: <laughs> yeah we're gonna have an impressive initial offer impressive initial we knew it
0: was gonna be good but that good <laughs>
1: We could not even
0: the big wigs on the twenty second floor could have seen that. We, one we could not
1: have prepared for this. There's no way we could have prepared for this. But yeah, <laughs> so I'm 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 back. I'm back in the Big Apple. I'm on my T Grizzly, as you already know. Uh, lots of things going on here, and I'm sure you're doing a lot over there too, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I'm doing content creation. It's that time of the year for me where you know every year the podcast tour wraps up. The podcast tour that you do in November touring season baby oh actually our guest today is going is hasn't even started their tour so i don't feel so cuckoo um but yeah you finish up your <laughs> your summer tour winter here and then uh, you catch up on the things that you do not because you make money but because you love doing it of course sponsored instagram posts
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah i know you <laughs> i know you love it and i have to say i don't want to i don't want to obviously you know you know give away any secrets but I, you know the behind the scenes i saw for your influencer content creation shoot i have to say you killed the damn thing bro i think that <laughs> i do i was really impressed and i think that you have a future in influencing i re- I really do you know first i thought he's just flirting with this you know maybe he needs to get a real job but luckily for you mm-hmm. i think that you could be the male influencer that we need
0: yeah a young bull knows how to tablescape after all
1: you know how to tablescape you know how to cook Clothes look okay on you. Mm -hmm. Um, You're good at drinking. Um, And I have to say, your your caption writing is nothing to sneeze at. You know, your caption writing... Is on point.
0: One day I'll even have a real job like you, Chris.
1: I don't think so, but that's okay. Not everyone's path is the same. And I would prefer that you be able to spend more time editing this podcast than like working.
0: Yeah. You're more of a corporate thug. Whereas I'm actually out here in the streets.
1: You're actually, you could get touched. You know what I mean? If you don't, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't put up your posts on time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so somebody from Widening Kennedy is going to come touch you if you don't if you don't put the post up on top I don't want to play that
0: game. You know, I don't want, I don't I don't want to have a one of those lanyards that you have to swipe at the entrance of a building, whereas that makes you hard as a Georgia pine tree, doesn't it?
1: I've actually never had one of those before. What?
0: Not even when you took a tour of the Nike facilities when they passed on you? Nothing?
1: No, I've never. You know, Nike's never you know, Nike doesn't. <laughs> I fuck with them. It's it's like it's like one of your Instagram chicks. You like their posts all the time, Jason, but they don't ever like yours back. That's me and Nike.
0: Chris, you're the only one who'd be liking. <laughs> I, I do. I do a little, you know, there's a pump and dump i do i do a look and instead of double tapping like you and all my other friends i do this and then that's it
1: you're more of an irl guy you react irl
0: no i i let out a a little a little outburst of gratitude for getting to see this great image Mm -hmm. and then that is all i i don't feel compelled to Place my stamp mm-hmm. on it for the world to see, like some other exhibitionists do. That's cool. It's like you guys want to get caught, you know? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I—that's
0: fine. Moving on, we got <laughs> podcasting to do.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There is there is a little <laughs> bit of of breaking news.
0: Oh no! Okay,
1: breaking news. I'm sorry, to report this.
0: Unless it's not fine.
1: It looks like Range Rover hired Wyclef Jean uh, to play a corporate event. And um okay, during okay. during the melee uh he did uh he he did um unfortunately drop the CEO on his head from his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I, just, <laughs> I I just want to Wait, wait, he so the CEO of Range Rover is like, Wyclef, I need to get up on those shoulders. And then Wyclef is like, All right, and then he did a whoops a daisy, fell and landed on his head.
1: That's that's what it looks like. This is breaking the story is developing.
0: Is it like life-threatening injuries or is it more of a i I took a tumble and i'm i'm embarrassed i think
1: it's more of a took a tumble i'm embarrassed and also thank god that instagram (laughs) exists so that we all can see this and enjoy this not just the employees of of jaguar range rover incorporated so it's it's a nice it's 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 a good place i'm just
0: worried mike my question is like because ceo back in the day of like a of like a a car company i'm thinking that person is like Mm -hmm. you know lower to mid 60s where because clef he's not a short guy, but you know, in twenty twenty one, a CEO could be fucking twenty
1: one years old. No, not maybe in your little Bitcoin universe, but these old school companies where things actually matter, Ooh. we need an, we need a guy with experience. And remind me to tell you this is a, for a different episode. The, my my time building with clef Jean in the bubble with Cartel. Clef came through to the bubble. If you listen to Cartel's uh, self titled album, there is a clef Jean uh, song on the album featuring Wyklef Jean. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I thought you meant like they wrote a song about Wyclef John, but you're saying they're like, hey, Wyclef. I think it's a good idea for you to be featured on this album.
1: No, it was this corny-ass, you know, of course, a corny-ass A&R guy, the only kinds that exist, except for, of course, Secretly Group and Jag Jaguar.
0: And the good people that found um, our guest today on Matador, those guys rock too, Those guys their rock.
1: job. Those guys rock. Uh, yeah, there's a Wasted, the song's called Wasted, there's a remix featuring Yclef Jean. I was there. Uh, he was not happy to be there, um, and he wasn't even being paid, <laughs> I don't think, so... Uh, what?! Yeah, it was like a favor I feel like, and we needed some celebrity power, so they got a fifty-year-old, uh, you know, pop <laughs> reggae artist to come build with cartel in the in the bubble. It really, it didn't. I don't know if it did much for any. I think it didn't do anything for anyone. Actually, you know, him. Well, them.
0: look, if the, if it was a remix that came out in two thousand four, and I am not aware of its existence, <laughs> then yeah, it didn't do anything, Chris.
1: <clears throat> That's a good point. Yeah, I mean red red taylor's version a message from taylor them jeans drum edit coming soon we are we already know we already know the vibe
0: I'm um, yeah i'm just waiting to get final sign off from uh from the label and we should be clear by thanksgiving
1: well luck, luckily the label now is to, oh i forgot to mention just quickly we we saw jack did we mention that we saw jack antonoff in the airport wearing bell bottoms
0: we we briefly touched on it i think when we had a guest so we didn't get a chance to fully dive into
1: it it's fine we can we can talk later but jack It ain't sweet for you, bro. So you're lucky I was tired and I didn't feel like confronting you uh, in the airport because your jeans look trash, too, bro. What are you wearing? Miss 60s, bro. Come on now.
0: Call out culture is real.
1: Yeah. You know, I saw Antonov in the airport carrying a (laughs) steampunk suitcase wearing Miss 60 flares. You know, it ain't sweet for him out here.
0: Jack's like, bro, these are Mr. 60s. It's different. (laughs) It's different.
1: No puppy, no. I'm wearing I'm wearing some they 60s jeans.
0: <laughs> don't
1: don't. <laughs> them 60s. It's
0: vintage, and also I'm I'm speaking of the the world of fashion. I'm very excited not only to check out Disney's Sneakerella, of course, which somebody sent us a video of of Desus and Miro doing a little killing, killing. They did a great so job funny. on it. it. was really funny. But so also funny. Von Dutch documentary coming out on tj's favorite hulu in just maybe two days
1: hold on that's actually fire let's talk to our guests about that today we have <laughs> we have Lindsay jordan you probably know her as snail mail her excellent new album is out on matador uh right now
0: it's available on spotify you can
1: go listen to it uh, we've been rinsing it jason and i both have been rinsing it uh quite a quite a lot lately i'm really into it
0: i have a feeling that she could be an old soul chris so for treat.
1: <laughs> i think i think she could be an old soul as well uh but yeah let's uh let's give Lindsay a jingle and uh get into it
0: hey chris it's tim time let's get into some timberland talk how are you
1: i'm great man i was just i was just looking here uh the timberland green stride soul on these boots they sent me it's made from 75 percent renewable sugarcane and natural rubber uh, which which does the job of combining eco consciousness and comfort.
0: Okay, that's a that's a very good amount. that's almost that's that's almost 100%. So all that natural rubber, all that sugarcane, that's everything that's renewable, that's gonna do a good job as part of Timberland's commitment to make sure their their products are sustainable for a more greener world uh, with the goal of having a net positive impact on the environment by 2030 that's positive that's better than neutral and much better than negative of course
1: of course but i I would we'd be remiss not to discuss the the eco-conscious materials that we've we've laid out for you uh also you know they look cool they're rugged lightweight and durable you can go shop the men's and women's green stride collection on timberland.com Lindsey Jordan looks better than we look. Jason definitely hasn't showered. Uh, Jason, have you? I showered. Did you? I just got home from
0: the gym. I showered at the gym.
2: I can smell (laughs) y'all.
0: <laughs>
1: Wait, where are you from, Lindsay? Lindsay, said, how
0: loud are we through the through the damn Instagram? I'm
2: from Baltimore, but I live in New York.
1: Okay, Baltimore, interesting. I didn't know that because you just said y'all. So I'm feeling like you're doing some Southern cosplay. And as a Southerner, I don't really. I'm not going to stand for
2: that. Maryland is south of the Mason-Dixon line, so oh, <laughs> uh,
1: suck it,
0: Chris. Dumbass. You know,
2: i at like at like parties in New York, being like, um, yeah, and like from the south, like <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> There's tractors like everywhere you look. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Baltimore is known for their farming community. That is true. <laughs> I I did know that. Thank How you. How long? That. I
0: mean, because you can drive from Baldom, Baltimore to New York <laughs> in what, like a few hours, right? It's not that far.
2: Like three and a half, four hours. Three and a
0: half. Yeah. To be in the South in three hours, I love I love the Big Apple, man. <laughs> I
2: know it just takes you right into the South. It's like you would never know. It's like a culture. <laughs> a Wait, culture. hold
1: on, hold on. It's like when I take my ice bath. Ooh, <laughs> do you have do you have do you have headphones in? No, should I? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. If you have any cans.
2: Oh, I don't have cans with me. I have pods. <laughs> oh.
0: Well, pods are just cans that go inside the ear, <laughs> not on the ear
2: i can hear you guys can you guys hear me hd
0: damn you sounding spatial as
1: hell
2: i'm in a spatial hotel room
1: i thought you were in a luxurious hotel room now that you're you know now that you're big dogging you played on tv and shit recently
2: yeah i get you treat- i'm getting treated like a big dog out of sympathy right now because i have vocal cord problems
1: so your manager's like you you can you you can stay somewhere nice this time this week it's
2: i i have a feeling I think that's what's.
1: (laughs) So you got the bomb
0: hotel room, and then they were like, room service sends up some honey and tea every half an hour for you.
2: I have gotten room service twice already today, and it's twelve o'clock where I am. What
0: What the fuck are you doing? Take the card away from her. It's not even lunchtime, and you've already had two meals. What's going on?
2: (laughs) Not even two meals. Check it. I got breakfast: avocado toast. (laughs) Two coffees because I found out they're 12 ounces and I like a 16 ounce. And then this is my third, <laughs> I had them bring up this third coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Getting a single coffee from room service is some, that truly is showing your age and I appreciate it. I really like that. Bro,
0: this is only 12 ounces?
2: I need three. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just I feel, I, uh, it took me a long time to understand like what it meant to swipe the snail card, but I thought, I used to think I was like, <laughs> I used to think I was like throwing financial tantrums by using it. Like, I was like, oh, like I'm in a, I'm in a pissy mood. I don't want to do all this. I don't want to be on this. I don't want to be doing this. So I'm gonna spend this like and whatever. Like everyone will see my finances, and that I'm like basically throwing this bit and one day my uh my, my
0: manager so you buy for attention with your own <laughs> money
2: i did listen this is a story of the past so go ahead go ahead no 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 I don't. it's not for te- it's a, it's i thought i was like protesting like i would be like using the card to buy like expensive dinners and stuff and i'd be like my accountant is gonna see this and he's gonna see that i'm overworked and grumpy and whatever xyz and one day my manager was like do you know do you understand that you're stealing from yourself <laughs> You, you, it
0: every time you go get a new diamond in your teeth that's your own money you know that right it makes you mad but it should make you mad
2: too it makes everybody mad but it should be making me mad and <laughs> so i'm still in a way i think i'm still like kind of doing that Mm -hmm. well luckily
0: luckily the snail mail card has a couple more zeros on it than it did a couple years ago (laughs) Mm -hmm. so if you need a third coffee it will probably be okay on the end of the year financials
2: the zeros are like they're like in temporary ink right now because i have to go out and earn the zeros i'm about to not i'm about to not
0: yeah yeah your ass is on the hook for a big ass tour right are you getting
1: surgery on the vocal cords yeah you got the nodules or whatever polyps yeah so now you're a real you're a real singer now this is this is what makes you this is this puts hair on the chest you know what i mean that's right this is big stuff
0: yeah but also the 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 thing that i'm worried about i don't want to jinx you but your voice already has had hair on its chest. You know, right. that's, like a, that's like a thing that you possess. You already have this powerful, strong voice for somebody of your age already, you know. So when you have this surgery, are you just going to come out talking like Paris Hilton? Like what if, what if there's a switcheroo and suddenly your voice is on some Dua Lipa type shit?
2: i mean well that would listen, be good she's
0: another king. she's another husky king i picked the wrong person I,
2: <laughs> i'm I, basically i'm i'm waxing the hair off of my proverbial chest i i from what i've <laughs> they warned me they were like your voice might change it might not i think i've always had kind of a rasp like even since i was a young teenager which i think m- makes it they were basically like think of how virginal your voice probably sounded when you were 15 or 16 it'll just sound it'll sound like that so my voice is already husky i think naturally and i think it'll just make it sound more and i'll be just
0: yeah 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 so your your rasp is already down in the danger zone and now you're gonna come up and you're gonna be right in the smooth angel devil zone
2: that's what i am hoping for but there's always the risk i mean i'm I'm choosing not to process the risk.
1: So what's the so what's the deal with this cuz this surgery is famously like honestly like I feel like every legendary singer has had this but you're right. so young to have it. Do you think it's just because you've been going so hard at, at, like in the last couple years or like what do you think the the reasoning is?
0: It's the coffee.
2: Yeah, you you want to know something? Yeah. So <laughs> They, t- I get into this ENT, and and they look at it, and they have th- this guy has like genuine shock on his face, and he was like, "These are <laughs> fucked up, like these are bad." <laughs> he sends me to like his like emergency buddy, who's like a, specifically a larynx specialist and invasive <laughs> test number two of the day i'm crying i don't like having shit like in my nose and through and back and and the next one's another kind of invasive test i'm just stressed i'm crying anyway they're like the next guy has like a real attitude but anyway he's giving me a whole speech before he knows what they're for what, what they've come from basically he's like so do you smoke weed and i was like do i i was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah, yeah i like to smoke weed yes yeah. i was like he was like how often i was like well, you know, that's not a your <laughs> business. But like a lot. And he's like, he was basically like, um
0: Lindsay, sh- do you wake and bake? I have to know this. This is a serious <laughs> medical question.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but this guy he he's he's punishing me before he knows what they're from. He's like, Okay, so would a painter dump paint on a blank canvas? You're a singer at your job, blah blah blah, blah, blah. stop smoking weed. I'm like, okay. Okay, I'm um, giving this guy <laughs> the lip service Then all of a sudden he's like You know, and it could be from singing Obviously singers come, whatever He checks what they're, you know You can tell based on the location of, of uh, Where they are And he, he's like, I have interesting news for you uh, They're from talking
0: <laughs> no,
1: no no
2: yeah
0: <laughs> not just because you're a recording artist who's smoking a lot of weed just you just talk a lot
2: they can tell based on the location yes they're all from talk so i was like so i haven't done any damage from singing or smoking weed and the guy's like, no <laughs>
1: damn now I'm worried now I feel like because of my illustrious podcasting career I could have to have vocal cord surgery. and that would be a cool look for me if I had to go under the knife for podcasting that's Thank a good God idea you
0: have to switch to edibles or something Lindsay that could have been tough
2: <laughs> well so you know fast forward two days to my trip to LA <laughs> where I am now I'm I'm at the bodega purchasing crazy glue putting getting gear deli chocolate with the recess Seemingly like easy to reseal container. No. Not as resealable as you might think. Putting, put, in, <laughs> put in edible chocolate into there. Crazy gluing it back, holding it for like 30 seconds to bring it, to bring edible chocolate into the land of legal weed. Um, <laughs> you know?
0: Okay. So you, okay. I've done this before. It's tough because I'm in LA and you can literally go to LAX and get on an airplane going anywhere with up to one ounce of marijuana on you, because it's legal here.
2: I didn't know that. Mm-hmm.
0: So when you fly home, when don't you do fly that. Lindsay, out of here, you have, I'm not saying Lindsay, you should do
1: this. You have something to lose. This guy has nothing to lose. Okay, do some don't, research don't. <laughs> online,
0: but it's true. So like, I now when I go on the flight wherever I'm going, like I'll just bring edibles, and I used to hide it with other candy, like sour patch, right. and watermelons, and I'd make it look. All of that was a waste of time. Like, and I would like hide joints in with cigarettes that looked just like other cigarettes. You you know all the moves. Of course.
1: You guys are fucking. You guys are fucking amateurs. I I used to buy three hundred packs of Whole Foods vitamins, mix the oxys in with the vitamins. (laughs) (laughs) That's some real. That's some real third. That's some third brain shit. Third eye shit right there. You guys get on my level. Let me know, dog. Let me know.
2: Crazy dog.
0: (laughs) Well, the problem is, oxies—you can't. The oxies just smell like nothing, you know. When you're walking by the airport, and that dog sniffing dog <laughs> s- smells smells Lindsay's fucking bubblegum gum cush.
2: My dispensary.
1: I also did this thing once. This was really, this was really scary, actually. When you drive um, through new parts of New Mexico, you go through like mm. border control, like oh, not yeah, yeah, like yeah. like not, you know. And I was this was during a very heady time in my life. I'm I'm sober now, Lindsay, just FYI, so this is all this is why we're laughing about this. I'm on a gummy right now. And it used to be these weed you know, before weed was like super legal, I would get these strips. They were like breath strips, but they were weed. And I was so paranoid going through the checkpoint that stuck them to a bunch of dollar bills so and put it in a wad of money because like money smells so bad and then right you, you know knowing that money is not the cleanest thing in the world i happily took those strips off and put them in my mouth you know as soon as they oh. as soon as they got off the hundreds
2: right <laughs> you
1: know what i mean that's the kind of shit you're doing you know when you're desperate you know when you're a desperate man these are the kind of things that you'll do
2: totally totally i mean i hate that story um <laughs> first of all i hate that story shame on you second of all uh <laughs>
1: Yeah. You know, Lindsay, you're lucky you're young. The things we've the the things us older people have had to go through in our lives, you know what I mean?
2: (laughs) We're we are at a pretty interesting intersection between weed being legal and weed not being legal and having to be paranoid as to what you're packing and what you're not, because I'll say on the other end of things, I I do realize that I've flown with weed with no consequence, but I did have one time where and, and you know i just threw away weed in london because i was scared about the international you know it seems pretty criminalized over there
1: yeah don't fuck around in europe with that how's shit. the how's the weed in london though it seem it's probably mids right or were you
2: it's garbage <laughs> you should see me too i you know i got somebody you know i don't know i, I don't know i'm not getting it's weed it's not drugs they're not getting anyone in trouble I, yeah. I was i was in europe for a press tour and i had to hit up People from my label in the in the UK section, and I was like, I need weed. You know, like what am I supposed to do? Like go and on street, and like find it? Like I need weed.
0: Don't make me start buying stuff. I need <laughs> don't weed. Make me st-
2: don't make me start using the snail mail credit card to buy weed. Um, so <laughs> so they so they gave me so you know someone handed it off to someone else. It was this whole sketchy process.
0: I snail mail needs some fucking weed. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right. Like in it, and and they're they're rolling like these little these like thin joints made of this like garbage (laughs) weed and like they and and then gave me like you know just a little bit of extra not that i don't fully appreciate the oregano that they gave that they went to the trouble (laughs) to, to give me but i'm you know i was like they they stuffed it under tobacco and in a cigarette box like i was like is it like this and then like to to, to smoke weed in england and i was i was like out in the pouring rain with like a hotel borrowed umbrella like trying to get high off these joints Mm -mm. like not able Mm -mm. to like standing out there like my ankles are soaked my like leather shoes you know and i'm like
1: (laughs) (laughs) you've worked too hard for this you've grinded you've grinded too hard to have to smoke weed in the rain a little a little pinner (laughs) I should, Not a be smoking,
2: I should be smoking inside at the hotel.
1: Damn right. I want you on your, I want you on your rock star swag. I think you need to really, uh, yeah. I mean, I think you need to kick something over, smoke inside. You, you need know to what I mean? you
0: check into your hotel, suitcase gets laid out, instantly put a shower cap over the smoke detector.
2: Right. <laughs> Never heard that cool oh yeah bro, Sorry, that's a good
0: tip.
1: stick with stick with us stick with us i mean i think that i was with someone in a very expensive hotel room and this person was famous and they were smoking cigarettes inside like <laughs> chain smoking cigarettes inside and i was like this is gross but also this is some cool shit that doesn't happen anymore right. and i i respected it i really respected it and i think it's something <laughs> you should look into
0: yeah you can do that at the chateau marmont you just have to pay a, a cleaning fee that's Asinine, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: I I love how famous people just can't hang. It's like you have to be at the nastiest Chateau Marmont, sitting with them <laughs> while they chief the fuck out of cigarettes, like in, <laughs> in that like dirty ass room. Like we cannot go outside for just a little the, bit of the air.
0: ashtrays on the piano, and you're trying to finish <laughs> writing this song. Like oh,
2: I can't,
0: can't. Everyone leave. You're drinking brandy straight out of the bottle. It's all fucked up.
2: And at a certain point, you're like you've forgotten how to have fun somewhere along the way. <laughs> like.
0: <laughs>
1: You might be. You're onto something. You're onto something. So,
0: so you're not fucking with the chateau, is what it sounds like, Lindsay. I nasty ass chateau.
2: I'm post fucking with the chateau. I'm out of there. I'm out.
1: Damn, she's 22 years old. She says, "I'm over that shit, bro." You losers can have that.
0: Well, I mean, it costs a lot of money, and the rooms are often like. Kind of like a grandma's, like bed and breakfast, you know. It's like a- sorry,
1: guys. I'm with it. I'll stay there forever, and I love it. And and I had a special time there because it, it's like it's basically empty right now, so you have like the pool to yourself and shit, and it's pretty crazy.
0: That's where you shoot your nudes.
2: I that right precisely. I mean, I've already shot all the nudes that I need to take. I <laughs> I prefer to just hang out with my normal friends at the shack Or you know, you know, we go to the Best Western and just sniff spray paint we don't need to be at the, <laughs> we don't need to be at the chateau marmont smoking clove biggies like with like elves <laughs> Not,
0: <laughs> you can smoke a chateau they don't like the huffing though
1: yeah that's this is good for you because you're it's going to save you a lot of money if you don't like nice hotels i think you're in business where'd you stay in london if you don't mind me asking
2: well this is actually great a great uh intro into a story we we in, in <laughs> Paris, my manager and I stayed in a sex hotel together like three <laughs> like two rooms like but we shared the wall and we weren't when we got in there we weren't like necessarily sure what was going on. But notice that at the in the bedroom there was masks and in the lobby there was like sex toys and there was only this like inescapable dim lighting and mirrors everywhere.
0: Okay. So when you said sex hotel, you mean literally a hotel made for sex, not like a place where you would maybe solicit a a lady of the night, perhaps.
2: Not so <laughs> not so lady of the it's night. It's like
0: you and your partner are like, Oh, let's go have like BDSM sex at the sex hotel.
2: BDSM like, sex at the sex hotel. So the Paris version of it, I found to be frustrating. I was like, I would like a little more light so I could see my book. Clearly, I'm not having any sex, and like, I I don't know. I don't need these masks.
0: I'm a reader.
2: I'm a reader. <laughs> I don't need to have sex. I I I um I stimulate my brain. So uh, <laughs> I
0: don't need a partner when I have a million partners on my shelf.
2: Us intellectual introverts like don't need to have sex. Um, no, no, no. I uh, so. That's a lie. So I, I'm, in this, <laughs> I'm frustrated in this hotel. I'm like, okay, whatever. The continental breakfast was out of this world. It was so good. And then oh, wow. fast forward a couple of days on the trip and we go to London and it turns out we're staying in the same chain in London. And the, the vibe is different. They're hiding it more that it's a sex hotel. You can turn on all the different lights. Like, I liked it a lot better, but it's undeniable that it's a sex hotel chain. And my, the label doesn't...
1: It's 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 beautiful, but it is for sex.
0: What's the place? What's this chain called just for our listeners? Not for me.
2: Not for me. I don't want to wear the Tweety Bird <laughs> mask alone in the, in the mirror room. I don't want that. Um Wait,
0: you don't know about Mr. Tweety? What are you talking about?
2: Also like I was trying to flex. I was on FaceTime with one of my friends and I was like, "Look, the, all the channels are porn." And I like couldn't actually <laughs> figure out how to unlock it. It was like all in French and I was just like, "This is useless." Um it's called a uh,
0: it doesn't i'm sure you can we can look it up i'll, anyway.
2: have to, I'll shoot you guys an email
0: <laughs> just shoot it over at your earliest yeah, convenience yeah just shoot it
1: just shoot an email at your earliest convenience this is important stuff that we need to know
0: so why are you and your manager staying at only sex hotels in europe um, Is that your manager?
1: <laughs> your manager's a damn freak. Who else do they manage? I want to know.
0: Your manager's a common, common sex freak. Yeah, he's
2: a <laughs> but in a cool way. He's in a cool a way,
1: not
0: in a not in a shubas
1: kind of way.
2: Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. He-
1: Did you see that? Did you see that? We just played shubas and and we had like this. They were just really narky and annoying. And then the owner of Shuba's just got caught like trying to get video of his nanny on like a secret webcam.
2: I mean, as one (laughs) appears to do time and time again. Yeah,
0: somebody, a lot of people sent us that because like we were talking shit on them. And then like the next day this news came out. So everyone was sending us the article and somebody was like, name uh, a midsize venue Owner who isn't a sex pest, and you're like, yeah, you're you're absolutely right.
2: I was just gonna say, what's going on with the venue owners being sex pests? I've seen like I can I could list by name three. I won't.
0: I mean, it's it's like when you're like a when you're like 48 years old, and you're like, I need to be around a bunch of 18 year olds every night and just check them out, and, right? And make sure they're having fun, and
2: and I want to watch them pee. That seems to be like. <laughs>
0: And most importantly, I need to sort of watch them pee as sort of. <laughs> yeah, that's, an that's important. My that's my ultimate, the crux of what I'm after. Well, sp- speaking of pee pee <laughs> and live music, did you see the brass band that did the peeing on stage? I know you're a Are musician to keep you? up with I the pigeons that. and planes.
2: You know I saw
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) You know I fucking saw that piss, bro. It (laughs) was a lot. It was a lot of piss.
2: I always you know being a performer, I I like to take notes. I like to (laughs) I like to watch David Byrne on stage. I like to watch Oasis on stage. I like to I like to watch the school of performers, you know, like I like to watch my professors teach. So (laughs) so of course I just added
0: (laughs) Michael Jordan watches him playing basketball game see how i can do better
1: you're watching game tape
2: Gigi allen
0: (laughs) you're watching colbert and you're like oh my backup vocal he kind of went low when he should have went higher we'll fix that tomorrow and practice whatever it may be but then you're like maybe i could start pissing
2: yeah maybe and i'm i'm taking notes on how to yeah how to get that stream out and into the people's (laughs) you know faces so is that a comment on our (laughs) is that a comment on our colbert performance Jason? (laughs)
0: next question Lindsay no 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 that was just uh, I had just watched that and I was like I was watching it and you know I was wondering like is Lindsay a perfectionist with her music because it's never going to sound exactly how you might want it to sound when you're performing on television you know
2: I like to call this digging yourself into a hole
0: (laughs) the person that was doing backups maybe you know a little I don't know what it was I mean I'm sure they were singing it the correct way but something in my mind was like (laughs) maybe it should have I'm no musician
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it's funny you say that it you know not to go bleak, but I, I'm such a perfectionist that I go bleak mode I'll go bleak I, uh, I, I have an issue with recorded performances. It's like one of my biggest uh, like fears to the point where I even try to like avoid it where I can. I've always said late night is one of my biggest fears just because I just like, I have a real physical. You know, I have really physical anxiety and stage fright and in in a way that it it doesn't happen on tour because I'm like, it's so forgiving, you you know, playing live. And I found that that performance in particular, I, during the whole thing, I was like, the entire time I just was like, this is my worst nightmare realized. And then afterwards was really my worst nightmare realized because I'm also a very, I'm OCD as fuck. One of those symptoms for me, one of the ways that it shows itself is I will just... Watch things over and over and over and over and over again until I feel like I'm like changing the way that I feel about it, or like maybe something will change if I watch it enough times. Very interesting. I'm I'm not personally a a big fan of that performance. You guys aren't. Don't even say anything (laughs) back. And um, I uh, (laughs) it came out, and I was on the way home from Philly or to a signing from New York to Philly, and I watched it on my phone for two and a half hours, which is how (laughs) I know that, which is how I know that something's not good in the brain zone. What
0: also? So was that your first? like television live performance though
2: yeah
0: well i mean you so you've played hundreds or thousands of concerts before so it's easier for you to do it and you have the audience who's cheering and they love you and right you could literally piss on someone's face and they'll be like this is amazing but you could be you could be doing the best show of your life or the worst show of your life on colbert and there's no you have no way of knowing until it's over and it's too late
2: Right. I mean, during it, it's a blackout. Like, I was, I couldn't tell what was happening during it. I was like so out of it, freaked out.
0: There's just lights and cameras, and you're like, eh, well,
2: it's, it's so, it really is. Where do I look? Right. I mean, they, I was told where to look, actually. And I think <laughs> I nailed looking at the camera, but I, I I nailed the visual part of the performance. I felt like the re- I, the rest of the sample hadn't we haven't played a show in two years. It's been in December. It's been two years. That was our, oh, wow. that was our introduction to being back in front of people. We were, we're kind of, we have a new lineup of, we have a new band member who's singing back of vocals. And
0: so let's do that in front of a few million people worldwide.
2: You know, you don't get to choose. You don't get to choose. Well, Lindsay I, I, you know,
1: you know. I hate to I hate to tell you this, but you know, you're gonna have to do this more in the near future. You know, so you better you better. And just learn to ima- love like it. you
0: you and you were watching it on your phone for three hours straight. Right. So that means you know every single thing you did well, everything everything you did okay and everything you did poorly and and you now know exactly what to do the next time and it just gets better and better and better. You think Not this true. first podcast was good? Fuck
2: no. N- no, it's bad.
0: Hey, come on, bro.
2: Well, <laughs> the problem is the problem the problem is I think of you know the, the, the on stage anxiety is a wild stallion. Intellectually I could tell you every show what I do wrong, but it'll it's sentenced to repeat itself until I can like get myself into a position of feeling uh, comfortable, which on stage for me takes like sometimes four songs, you know, in a show and wow. and especially getting back into the touring thing. So it, it is frustrating as the performer because I, I am such a perfectionist to a debilitating degree, which is why I trust myself as a songwriter. On the other hand, it makes performing kind of just like the most emotionally unbearable task because me and my band members are, we just rip ourselves to shreds. that We're those kinds of people that after the show, it's like, We'll be upset for the entire day, into the morning and into the afternoon until we play the next show. If the if the last one wasn't <laughs> everything we wanted it to be, so it's a. I'm not too unhappy about taking some time off to get some vocal surgery. Not gonna lie, it's, it's so interesting because
1: there's people that just love to be in the studio, and there's people that love to be on the stage. And right, and I don't like either. <laughs> she's like i don't want to write songs i don't want to play songs actually what the what the fuck am i doing actually I love to be what in am front i doing of the
0: bubbler i love to be in front of the six footer <laughs> i love to be in front of the volcano. i like to be
2: photographed
0: oh okay okay okay
1: now now you know Lindsay, that's something you and i have in common you know i love to i love having my picture taken and well I ha-
0: that's because you have a keen eye for fashion
2: right she uh, does i think she, does. So. I think she so. gets these
1: fits off what is this shirt you're wearing right now actually
2: this is uh
0: are you hashtag no stylist is it, or or are you working with someone
2: I hashtag have a stylist um <laughs> okay
0: okay okay so this
2: is a I actually just asked her about this shirt I cannot remember what the style or what the designer is it was like an early 2000s french thing uh Agnes B? Yes. Wait, how did you know that?
1: Chris is also gay. I <laughs>
2: wait weird shut up how did you know that
1: no i work in fashion oh, so cool. I, I but also agnes b is a fr- a french legend and that is the best era of agnes b yeah so you're, you're in luck it's very cool thank you a great, very cool.
0: great cardigan as well if you can find
1: one yeah the famous the famous snap cardigan is what she's like pretty known for like a lot of i call it the hot chick cardigan you know what i mean oh. uh it's it's <laughs> it's just it's just like it snaps it made, all the it way makes down every,
0: whoever puts it on they have a little dash of like audrey hepburn instantly mm-hmm. you know
2: oh it's wow okay yeah i mean
1: and it's only 300 bucks it's only like 300 bucks or 350 it's not expensive
2: yeah for like a piece and especially for one that that transforms <laughs> especially one that just instantly transforms you into a hot girl i i think that's not that unreasonable
1: can you
0: put a price on that i don't think so
1: you can't
2: no no on the
0: snail mail delta sky miles card swipey swipey <laughs> <Chill>.
1: <laughs> what is the what is the what are some of your favorite designers let us in on let us in on what you're really be rocking though
2: um Issey Miyake. i've been rocking a little conde garçon lately mm-hmm. um i don't know yeah the japanese stuff is like speaking to me a little more so lately i mean i love prada i love like old school Mhm. But I mean, so I like a little bit of older Celine type of stuff, like a, a really classy like put together type. Of course, you know I'm loyal to Gucci. Of course, of course.
1: This you're so I mean, but I've noticed that you do wear some like men suiting type vibe, which I think is It's true. is always cool and I think that it's um, you know, historically uh kind of I can think of other other you know women singers that have done that in the past. So I think I'm glad you're carrying that torch. But you when did when I mean?
0: did you pick up this flavor? Because you're how old are you? 22, 23, 22.
2: Like I mean, so the flavor is interesting. I've been th- getting a little existential off the gummies lately, <laughs> thinking about. I, Let's, I, go. Let's I, go. You know, my style is very curated. With me and my stylist to be. Like young hunk.
0: Yeah, you look. You kind of look like DiCaprio. DiCaprio.
1: Yeah, DiCaprio. Thank with the with,
0: with a DiCaprio hair sweep. I guess that it, is young hunk.
2: It's, it's young hunk. Here's the here's the thing. <laughs> I've been thinking about it lately, just on an on a level of like just
0: how many milligrams are we talking about, bro? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can I tell you a fucking secret? Two hundred is what it takes for me to get a little buzz.
1: Hold on, Lindsay. Oh. Hold on, Lindsay. I want to tell you something. Jason is six foot nine. Okay, jason's a, <laughs> bi- it's a big guy. No J- yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah, dead ass. Jason. jason's six foot nine. Jason, how many milligrams does it take you? A a dozen milligrams will
2: two hundred and I'll and I'll go to a licensing party and meet people at a label <laughs> and be like, it's nice to meet you and, and be presentable. Okay, okay. Let's know. say that. Let's know. say
0: okay. You're you're home alone you're about to watch dune you have a burrito how many
2: zendaya
0: how many you're about to see seven minutes of zendaya looking bad as hell how many milligrams are we taking then you're wearing pajamas you understand like the whole vibe is there
2: sometimes i like to poison myself with something like i mean i like this one chocolate and, and it's very strong and so one cube of it i think is maybe 50 but but i would maybe maybe 100 i think it's it's, it's the the dealer's not the most reputable, and the chocolate itself is not the most consistent, so sometimes a block is fifty, and sometimes I think it's a hundred and so sometimes I'll take like <laughs> three of those like and I'll be like three ass, of those and yeah, then yeah, yeah. I'll take my ass to town I, but
0: <laughs> take your ass to town, pick up the dry cleaning the whole thing but
2: I want to be like this in the chair. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. For our listeners at home, Lindsay is zooted and leaning back like a like a.
0: <laughs> a okay, a you want you want to stop looking like DiCaprio and start looking like Nick Cage or something like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I want there to be drool coming out
0: of my mouth. You want
1: drool? Okay, um, Lindsay, okay. honestly. I get it because when I used to when I used to smoke weed, I would only get absolutely zooted. That's I would never want to get a little high. I want to get smacked.
0: Don't do it if you ain't going to do
1: it.
2: I, do want, it. I don't want to have any. I want half of my face to be like.
0: You want to? You want to have a palsy of sorts? <laughs> because she wants, of the she marijuana.
1: If Lindsay gets her own weed, she's going to call it the Bell's palsy. Yo, so that's that's good too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: i mean something's we, gonna happen we can make
0: that
1: joke you can't okay so have you
2: ever, i didn't do you speak, i didn't make it
0: do you speak a lot about your your marijuana consumption normally or is this no okay so this is something that you can more keep to <laughs> I yourself. keep it a
2: secret unless i um yeah rehab they basically are like they will like tell you at the end even though you know it's weed it's not that deep but they'll be like especially for the people because the rehab that i went through will have like a lot of like celebs in and out and they were basically like For our people that are like out in the media afterwards, we check to make sure you're on good behavior and we will. And I'm telling you right now, we won't invite you back. And I was like, okay,
1: you won't invite me back to pay 50 grand for a month. Now. what? what, So the rehab though, how did you feel when you left?
0: I didn't know that you went to rehab. I'm
2: sorry. I went to MF rehab. I mean, the thing is, you know, (laughs) I keep the, the, the reason pretty off the record. It's not as deep as you would think it is. Well, it is, sure, but it's, it's less substance than you would think. It's a lot of like trauma, and I think like I went to rehab as like kind of a meet, like a, a dramatic means to an end. Like everyone in my life was like, you have to be in a better position to be able to do this album cycle. Cause it's hard, you know, like clear mindset, finish the record, go do the tour. Like don't make yourself look like a dumbass. And I was like, yeah. So, so I, I went to just like clear. Yeah.
0: All, I, all that is fair. It,
2: it, I, it was a little deeper in real life than I had hoped. I, I was in it for like the very professional therapy. The general detox of it all didn't hurt. (laughs) Uh,
0: Start having dreams again.
2: That's right. The really intense, the really intense, like kind of, they have like intimacy therapists and and people that really know how to deal with people with distinct circumstances. So like my at home therapist is, she's great. She's awesome. But it was like therapists that were like, Oh yeah. Like this is, you know what it means to have, like, we'll help you through this very specific thing because we've yeah. also worked with Whitney Houston, you know, what I, like that kind of thing where it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. No, I mean,
1: I think that, I think that honestly, that, that your circumstances are, you know, you it's strange. You know, you're very young, you know, you've been very successful very fast. And it's like, it does take a lot out of you, I think.
2: It does. And unique unique traumas along the along the way (laughs) um wait okay but i have to let me finish my point about sorry i i sidetracked myself i'm off the gummy i'm thinking about my style (laughs) realistically as a young person i'm like it is i love it take that though the same style and put it on an old lesbian and to me it's a different thing and i don't and i don't like it as much and i I just realized, like, it's something where right now I'm like, this is a young hunk. Later, though, down the line, it, it becomes very distinctly um, one thing. One thing.
1: I disagree I disagree with you. I think that, I think Comme des Garcons is a brand for old lesbians, actually.
0: They're wearing it and it looks good, but she's able to breathe some new life into it that, a, that an old, that an Ellen can't do, you know?
2: An Ellen, right? <laughs> well it's it's the fact that I or even older right i hadn't thought of it like that and i i just noticed i've seen old lesbians do something like like things that are very similar uh that i didn't even realize it until i was like high off my asshole Mm -hmm.
1: are you are you really tapped in with the older lesbian community or is this something you're just kind of exploring
2: no 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 i don't talk to i really do not talk to anybody um
0: (laughs) old young lesbian gay straight i talk to zero people
2: (laughs) i learned my lesson talking to other people um
0: (laughs) we'll make that mistake again
2: um yeah and i guess it's just like i don't know yeah it really it made me really think critically i brought I, i brought specific examples to my stylist and i was like when do we go from being hot young hunk to to, to old sea dike and they were like oh an old barnacle dike and and nobody else you no know, and i and, and that's an original phrase and i'm licensing it right here okay
0: can you give us an example of an old barnacle dike like a real one in the world that we can, well, is it like a no i
2: don't it's like a to,
0: pirates of the caribbean kind of thing or like
2: it's like i wouldn't i'm not offended if they have something nice to say to me but i'm not i'm not letting them buy me a drink that is the i would say i don't want to you know i don't want to i don't want to indict myself here but you know you you could i bet if you thought about it you can
1: i can put i can wrapping i'm wrapping my head around it
2: Old crusty motorcycle dyke
1: right right right.
2: can i get you a negroni (laughs) no mama
1: No,
0: Mama. So so rule number one: never go to a second location with the Barnacle Dike. Nothing good is going to come of that. Oh
2: shit! Well, don't certainly don't get on the back of their motorcycle.
0: Don't get on the back of that hog. I don't care if they have two helmets.
2: (laughs) That's a hog. Yeah, don't get it on the back of the hog. No matter what they say, yeah.
1: This is good. This is good advice for all our, our listeners. Thank you for blessing us with this. This is something I wasn't expecting. This life advice. You're never gonna really-
0: reach barnacle status. Don't worry. I, you're. Yeah. Well, you
1: couldn't. You couldn't.
0: Unless that's something that you want to do because you're that much of a sex freak.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> barnacles are not really my taste in
0: women. So is this because you're from like a the Baltimore sea town? Because that's like a very.
2: <laughs> Please chill. I pleaded with you to relax. I hadn't even thought of it <laughs> like that. I'm you know, there,
0: you spend a lot of time down at the docks. There's a lot of algae mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> this sounds this sounds like something you're 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 shitting on now, but you might little come to later play?
0: in life. A little kelp play.
1: Yeah, she's a kelp freak.
2: I mean, when I become <laughs> one, half the, half of my face at the bar looking for women, young women, and then half of my face is facing the bar where you can't see it, see it. So it's a big reveal, and it's covered in sea algae and moss. <laughs> Basically, my presentation is like something similar to that, like Mm -hmm. uh, Davy Jones character from Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's all coming back to the pirates. I get it. This is good for you. I think this is very cool. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna (laughs) ask you, I was gonna ask you what kind of chicks you like, but I guess you just told us. So thank you for that. I'm glad you revealed it all here. It's nice.
2: You know, speaking of Pirates of the Caribbean, my my girlfriend is a spinning image of Kira Knightley.
0: Okay, so you are in a relationship. You have a girlfriend, and she'd be looking like a young Knightley.
2: Identical. Stopped on the street. Stopped on the street for that. Spitting
1: image. How low rise are her jeans? Because that's like you know.
2: <laughs> she she is a spinning image. You know, I, what else can I say? The jeans are low rise. <laughs> where did you
1: Where did you find Where did you find, where did you find I, her? Where did you find Where did you find her? Where did you We
2: met on. Well, if I you know, I might as well just lay it all out. We met on an online dating app, I won't
1: lie. Uber? So you met on Uber. You guys shared a pool.
0: Okay, so you guys met on an online (laughs) dating website called Raya for famous people. No, not Raya, not
2: Raya, which is. I don't. I don't fuck around. I don't like famous girls. Oh,
0: neither do I.
1: Wait, wait, hold on. You know, does that mean you've? Okay, so you've had some dealings with famous girls. Are you telling me? Hold on. Of
2: course. Look at me,
1: dumbass. Of course I
2: have. Shut the fuck up. Are you kidding me?
1: I'm trying to think of the one. I'm trying to think of what's her name though. The famous one who's like known for this.
2: Um, is she a les?
1: Well yeah but she's like the famous british she's you know she's like royalty what can i think of her name
0: Rita Ora
2: Princess Diana Princess Diana that no, no. was a lesbian girl. No. my ex <laughs> <laughs> my exie,
0: please don't bring my exie up again you know how it triggers me <laughs>
1: she's a she she's an actress but she's not really in stuff i think she i think she might have been i think Kristen stewart conquest i can't remember why am i blanking on her name Cara
2: Delvine. oh delving
1: delving Delvine. Delvine's Delevingne, definitely pulled up to the snail mail ig with the dm no question <laughs>
2: listen i don't not that i know of i don't check that thing but, uh, That's smart. I don't know that. I don't know if she has. I but but she's definitely. She. You're too good for her. I don't know all that. all that I've never met her. But, <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bonafide Kristen Stewart super fan. So. You Me know. too. Me
1: and you both. And unfortunately, Spencer's the worst movie I've ever seen. But she looks really hot in it.
2: She. Look. That is. I was like, this is the princess. Like this is the. Kristen- Do you have
1: Die kink?
2: I might. I mean I love elegance I love posh like I love like feminine.
1: It sounds like me and Snailmail got the same type of chick, bro. I'm out here battling her. Right? This is well, tough. Good
2: luck. You
0: like a bitch who has some good <laughs> fine chinaware, you know? A tea, a tea set,
2: absolutely that was passed down
0: from her grandparents.
2: I of course I have a nice tea set. Of course I and of course I bring it out. Are you kidding me? I have a candelabra. I'm like, do you like cognac? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: it sounds like it sounds like none of these chicks are safe around around so Lindsay. you That's so you brought Kira
0: like. over to the crib you hired a, a violinist to play in the corner of the room while you guys sort of courted each other and <laughs> well, the rest is history
2: i actually got a coveted reservation at new york's finest sake bar <laughs> for our first ever candlelit interaction yeah damn what is
0: new york's hottest sake bar called uh
2: if i gave away all my secrets okay don't blow up your spot decibel
0: decibel got it got it got it yeah
2: so
1: you take her to a sake bar and there's some light bites involved i would imagine
2: (laughs) i had just eaten she got a couple things it was the type of thing where she was like no please dig in and i was like uh i was like
1: Mm. you know
2: I, i was not really
1: well Lindsay, it's funny you bring this up because jason has this kind of approach to life that he swears by and he calls it he says smash before dinner you always have to have sex before dinner because you're gonna you're gonna, kinda you're feel gonna
2: g- get me canceled
1: <laughs> no you're gonna kind of feel gross you can't get canceled eat. for eating dinner <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're you, you're not going to feel that good because you just eat this meal. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's just to, I want to put you on game is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Just in case
2: I'm i I'm a huge proponent of just not eating dinner. if That's the end goal.
1: My girl. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: I don't, I like to be kind of alert. I, I think at, at least three fourths of my dinner date charm is just having like a quick response to everything. So if I'm hungry or, you know, if I'm hungry. I feel like I'm a little more like ferocious. I'm, I'm in the game. Like if I'm, if I'm full, uh-huh. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about my pillow. Yeah, I'm I'm slow.
1: So you like
0: being hungry, you're you're zipping. That's how I podcast as well, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. You have
1: a four you have a four o'clock acai bowl before your seven o'clock dinner reservation and you come in. <laughs> I see this. This is good. This is good advice for people. You
0: order the edamame, but you just kind of touch it a little bit. You don't really eat it.
2: I hate I hate how, how accurately you're reading my situation because I want to be joking. Badly, I want to be exaggerating, but I tried to put it in order for an acai bowl before this interview started, and realized I was already running late. You know, in and, and I and I had the thought several times while I was talking in this interview, like I wonder if I would be able to do it discreetly and it could arrive while we're talking, and I could eat it.
1: Let me put you on though. Uba Tuba is the best acai in L.A., so you got to get Uba Tuba. It's the best.
2: Uba Tuba. How do you spell that?
0: U-B-A-T-U-B-A. It's, it's a Brazilian spelling. It's not like a silly children's word. Mm-hmm.
2: Would it be deliverable in ho- to Hollywood Hotel?
0: A Hollywood Hotel. They have, they have a few locations. I'm sure one of them will, will do like a Postmates or whatever.
2: All right. Well, I, I just typed, oh, could it be a 40, 50-minute delivery time perhaps right here? <laughs>
0: Oh,
1: let's fucking go.
2: Well, it'd be a shame if I were to put in look a, at this. Okay. an order for Ubatuba.
1: You come onto this podcast, people think you're doing us a favor, but look what really starts to happen. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting how the tables have turned.
2: I feel like I've done a favor coming <laughs> onto here.
1: <laughs> it doesn't go unnoticed.
0: Okay, so you said you don't check your Instagram DMs anymore. Is that because you're too famous or or were you never a DM checker?
2: I don't have the password to the account.
1: Oh my god, damn!
0: Okay, but do you have do you have uh, a burner or a Finsta? Of
2: course, yeah. Oh, of, of course. course, of course. You're gonna yeah, say you send, uh, send us
1: the link. Send us the link when we get off. It's fine.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hit me up on there. I don't. I uh, I use it to to lurk to to look uh-huh. at things I'm not supposed to be looking at. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what are you not supposed to look
1: at? Mm-hmm.
2: I gotta see what's with my exes. I gotta see what's going on. She's checking
1: all these little thoughts, just like you, Jason. She's looking at the same thoughts you're looking at, bro.
2: I'm looking at the same. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. I'm checking up on my friends to see how they're doing. I'm checking up with my friends' boyfriends to see if they're being sketchy. I'm looking at the memes. I realized, you know, deleting Instagram. Like I, I was off completely for like a really long time before I decided to make a burner. And I, uh, I realized the laughter that was missing in my life. I was almost completely like, I'm completely pretty much grown up with memes constantly in my hands i don't laugh now i don't laugh so it's it's nice to be back in the <laughs> it's nice to be back in the mix a little bit it's
0: good to have you laughing again Lindsay.
2: thank you it's nice to be laughing again
1: we love memes too i actually talk about my love for memes all the time it's the only thing that makes me laugh anymore
2: well you know i feel like memes are almost a little too they're like a, a little too volatile to even get into in and well,
1: i want the i I only want the ones that are extremely niche to my interests. Those are the ones exactly. that make me laugh. That's the ones that made me laugh the most, you know, like stuff that most people yeah. don't understand unless they live the same lifestyle I live.
2: Exactly. I mean, I have a hard time like connecting with people about memes because I'm always like, that's not funny to me, but I, mm-hmm. I find my, my particular interest in memes comes from like a deep root of growing up with SpongeBob where I've like, you know, there's just like a, that's like a certain kind of like stupid news mm-hmm. that, that like is there for distinctly, in in a sense of humor that like I have friends who have not seen SpongeBob as children that like totally clearly don't get you know and it doesn't even have to be about SpongeBob it's just one type of humor it really like really informed like an entire. Gener- that's my type
1: of yeah damn i never thought about that because i'm too old but um it is something yeah his Whoa. spongebob is the civil war dude
2: ass?
1: come on
0: why don't you like old heads Yeah, we,
1: we're here to bless you with knowledge bro don't do that to me
2: all old heads do is annoy me <laughs>
1: Damn, man! Fuck Mel. you, snail <laughs> mail, yes. dumbass snail mail. <laughs> snail mail's coming in here with a lot of fucking attitude on our podcast.
2: I
0: told you where the fucking <laughs> gas ass Asai Bowl is, and now you're, oh man!
2: I take ed- it back. All old heads do is tell me to put down my phone, tell me to put guitar <laughs> back in my music. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't like those bleep bloop drum machine you put on there.
2: Yeah, they're like, they're like, guess she found money like
1: (laughs) damn did you buy did you buy a chaos pad don't tell us you bought a chaos pad damn
0: she might not know she's too young for that
1: she knows what a chaos pad is
2: i don't know what a chaos pad is
1: i thought you were a musician come on now
2: i'm not (laughs) who gave you that impression
1: yeah yeah i guess you don't like jason's favorite musician this guy tom york ever heard of him
2: no (laughs) no yeah No, I mean I love Radiohead. I love Radiohead.
1: Well, who do you like on Matt? You know, because Matador is a Chris label. That's some old head label. So it's interesting because they put out all my shit. How much Pavement you listening to, Lindsay?
2: I discovered Pavement after the first album came out. But I love uh, I love Mission of Burma. Okay, I love Liz Fair. There's um, I love Helium.
1: Oh, 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 okay. Damn, go off, Lindsay. What did you just
2: say? I love Helium
1: and Liz Fair. I would, Lindsay, if you haven't, I would suggest reading Liz Fair's memoir. I did. It's good right there's some cool stories in there
2: it's great I mean there's a her experience is like so much more extreme than I ever could have imagined as like a woman in music
1: it's 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 crazy it really is crazy and I like I was there I mean not there for all of it but like I remember it to some extent so to hear the stories behind some of it I was
0: alive for it whereas you were not
1: yeah but it's I mean she's a true talent
2: absolutely.
1: But you've
0: got a lot of fair in you, Lindsay.
1: You do have a lot of fair in you.
2: I got a crush on that woman. I see her around. I'm like, how are you? Have you met her before? (laughs) Several times, yeah. I mean, damn, I've been forgetting her on the air. She knows. Is she
0: one of your old barnacles?
2: (laughs) No, no. Oh, my God, no. No, no. You're like,
0: Liz, I'm in your city. And she's like, have fun, sweetie.
2: It's like that. I mean, damn, I I actually, I take that back off on the air just... it's a, it's a, uh, it's a respect crush.
0: There's like a lot, there's like women who are in music of a certain level that she's in. And I feel like you're also in that. The
2: elder legends. I mean, they will like drop advice. I'll see her around like a festival cafeteria. She'll have like a, she'll like drop uh, some advice. We, we've done a lot of feature type things together where, where she'll, I'm like very much in awe of her, but it's, it's interesting. I definitely, I feel like I've been in touch with, I, I'm I'm in touch with the, with the greats from time to time but it's not like we're like baking cookies together or anything it's just
0: no the greats i mean they see somebody like you and like of all these dumbasses making music this is one person who gets it so like i know a lot of shit and i want to tell them because they're the only person who's going to know what to do with it
2: totally yeah it's great. it's a it's a beautiful thing when the greats drop their apples down from there who,
0: so who else is dropping these out you was uh what's her name from garbage is she dropping you some oh, I've apples I've never met her i mean Shirley, because i get some. i get some Shirley when i listen to you as well
2: oh thank you no I've, i never met uh shirley manson i don't know to me i guess like it depends what you would consider like to be up in that echelon for me like i, I every now and then i'll hear from like the people from Beach House, like to me, I'm like those are mm. some Baltimore greats.
0: Yeah, of,
1: course, of uh,
2: course. I I think uh, it's nice to Angel Olsen. I think of as like a
1: yeah, that's a good one.
2: Uh, mm. Mac Demarco is one of my dearest uh, great apple tree friends.
0: One of your OGs.
2: Yeah, it's it's always that you know it's nice to. I feel like if you're in a place, Justin Vernon, von like if you're in a place where yeah, you're yeah, like. Yeah able to talk to people that you feel like you actually really respect their taste and their um, and the way that they go about it. Their artistry—that's one thing. It's—it's it's not. It's really great to be able to like ask those people questions. No,
1: that's like an invaluable resource.
0: You guys understand the same niche memes, right? right. But for music,
2: yeah, exactly.
1: I was reading that. I was reading that sellout book, and there's a lot of stories in there about that happening to like bands being like, "What the fuck?" Like, my chemical romance gets so fucking big like overnight. You know what I mean? And then he doesn't know how to handle it, and you know, who comes down, Jason, to the table. Mm. Your boy Billy Joe from Green Day. You know, just blesses it him is. with some knowledge. You know what I mean? Billy Joe just it's like.
2: Get
1: it? Look, bro. (laughs) Have you seen American Idiot, the stage play? We know what we're doing.
2: I have. (laughs) I have seen it. Yeah, my mom took me to it in New York when I was eleven.
1: That's really funny.
0: So you you've always been a theater rat. That's pretty cool. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lindsay. As we're wrapping up, do you have any questions for us? Did you like doing this podcast? What do you think?
2: I love doing this podcast. I um quite Hmm.
0: you don't have to have any questions i don't this.
2: know uh what's uh what is the what is the if you guys had one great uh piece of advice as as uh people that have weathered the storm of entertainment for many years <sighs> what would it be
1: <laughs> Oof!
0: this is one that i just picked up from a, a podcast that we had a couple episodes ago put Light on your rider whoa and mix it with vodka and have that be the only thing that you drink.
1: I would say don't don't ever read the comments.
2: Oh my god. Yeah. I've I've made that mistake so many times that I think I might be traumatized.
0: Yeah, especially with your personality type, you definitely should not be reading. Block it all. Use
1: use the use the thing on, on, on your browser to block the websites. Like that's the only way to stay off of it. I, I really recommend it. You can
2: do that? Yeah. How do you do that? It's
1: it's like a it's like a site blocker. It's like free and you just type in the site and it won't let you go there without clicking a bunch of times and like un you know, like undoing it. I, I highly recommend it.
2: That's gonna be me with our Colbert performance.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good. Honestly, though, it's it's like it really is helpful because it's it's just really hard to do it with. If
0: it, and if it'll help, I will go on YouTube and report that video. Just so report. Hopefully, maybe
1: it'll get taken. Let's down. Let's
2: just take it down. We could just get it taken okay. down. Even.
1: We'll do that. Don't worry. All the how long gone? We have a big. We have a big following, so they're gonna just go take care of it for you. Don't worry about it.
2: Could we? Maybe we could get it muted. I like the way it looks. I like the way it
1: looks. Oh, just mute
0: it. We'll do a GoFundMe <laughs> petition to make the Colbert rapport live performance from snail mail, a video only non audio experience. Couldn't that
2: be, couldn't that, or just, or
0: just put the song from the album on.
1: Yeah. That. Just, just dub it.
2: I'm going to say something spicy really quick.
1: Mm-hmm, please do.
2: I have seen people lip syncing on those late shows and nobody ever says anything. Ooh, about it. And I'm like, right. why the fuck didn't we just do that? Cause, because they in the band's not even playing in in yeah. the one I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and and I'm like nobody gives a fuck. Nobody Casey a Musgraves,
1: fuck. Casey Musgraves is a nice girl. Don't do that, okay? Don't do that.
2: I haven't seen that. I love Casey Musgraves. <laughs> but I bet you but I, I, <laughs> little freak. She's sick. I'm not being a little freak. <laughs> I'm not being a little freak. I like the music. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Lindsay, thank you so much for potting with us. This was maybe one of the better, most fun episodes we've ever done. And you are truly a legend. an amazing podcaster. Yeah, you're an amazing well
1: podcaster. Done. And um, you guys go, go get the album. It's in stores everywhere. Go listen to it. Go buy tickets for the tour.
0: Everyone send a prayer up to the gods of marijuana to make sure her surgery goes well and her voice still stays raspy and she doesn't come out of the womb talking like Keira Knightley, all right?
2: Well... <laughs> <laughs> thanks
1: Lindsay, and and uh and all, all joking aside jason and i both love we love the album we've been listening to it a lot so we're very happy to have you on the show so thank you
2: thanks y'all yeah for thank sure Thank you for having me this has been a pleasure and i'll text you guys i'll text you guys my burner in the chat right now
1: yeah hell yeah let's go and make sure you get make sure you get that that acai that's not a game okay that's not i'm a getting
2: game. it tonight i don't think of it as a game well wow, this is a gr- gr- this
1: is a great burner name by the way <laughs> it's uh don't, don't say it <laughs>
2: Oh, got it, got it, got it. (laughs) All right, all
1: right. All right, bye. We'll see you later.
2: Bye, y'all.